people. I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority. I'm someone who has been a murderer for almost 20 years. Can you say how many people might be doing crimes like you were doing? It would be a guess, but it's not. It's far more than 35. We're going to solve the cases. That's our resolve. The only unanswered question right now is when. So I, I alone am the one who is responsible for what's happened. The only motive that there ever was was to completely control a person, a person that I found physically attractive, and uh, keep them with me as long as possible, even if it meant just keeping a part of them. Some officials concede Atlanta is unlikely to catch the killer unless he keeps on killing. I will say that there's a better chance to catch him if he doesn't stop. Meanwhile, at the cemetery, the dead are being buried faster than the cemetery can supply grave markers with their names. Stop swinging the bat. Put the bat down, Wendy. Run away! Run away from me, baby! Everybody, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dude, Where's My Killer? Hey, dude, where's that killer? <laughs> Where's that killer? Where's that killer of your of, of ours? He's around here somewhere. Well, welcome back to another episode of Dudes Where's My Killer. So, um, that is my lovely co-host and my girlfriend, Haley. Hi. And we also have another co-host. Yeah, here that we have a third hear. co-host. It's gonna probably hear some lot of breathing for this one. That's what's worked. Yeah, my my dog Rosebud is hanging out with us. Yeah, so if you hear some jingling and some breathing, uh, that is it's my doggy. That's our lovely co-host. Our lovely co-host. Uh, gonna have a lot of few words every now and then it's oh, gonna yeah. come in she has very strong opinions about this case oh very strong opinions oh she my god she won't opinion. she has not shut up about this since i told her what we were doing oh. i was like her name's rosebud i was like rosebud you gotta shut you gotta just let it go gotta let it go let it go <laughs> <laughs> can't hold it back anymore oh well this one is just what has me very nervous. As y'all all probably heard from last week's episode, uh, Haley claims this to be self self claimed it to be the um probably the most famous murder of all murders. No, that's not what I said. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. what was it? What I said? said was it's one of the most famous murders of all time. Oh, you did not say what what one. No, you said, go back you said and listen most. to the episode. You said most. Tell me whether I said the most or one of the most. I oh, never say. I'm going. I'm going off with most. 
I never say anything is the most anything. I always give a qualifier. Oh, I definitely have to look back at this one. Please, please, okay. please message us on our platforms. And tell him that <laughs> she was right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. It's one of the most famous crimes of all time. Especially nah. in recent memory. Nah, um, so, we're going to get to the most, and this is... Us, I think it it's, it's the nervousness comes out of because of this, all because because it's the most famous. I think we had to do it our own way. Yeah, we had to put our own spin to it. Well, it's been it's and, been talked about and, so many times yeah, that so, you know you've gotta you've gotta give it a new. Yeah. So I angle. think I'm hoping that we did our own spin to it. I'm hoping that it comes out well. Our own yeah. Spin to it. Um. Did. We haven't actually said what the crime is yet. <laughs> well, I swear we try to keep them in suspense. Okay. We try okay. to keep them as much suspense as possible. And we're actually not going to tell you anything about the crime at all. For an, for another hour and 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's just going to have it be like um, like uh, just a really awful movie. We're going to give you our information right now, and you can tell us what crime you think this is. <laughs> Oh, oh, what if we did do like that? What if we just went, uh, then like... people would stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> what if we went, like, man, 40 years old. Women, 20 years old. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, it sounds like a ton of different crimes. I need more information. Did the man have a tattoo? Was the woman a prostitute? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, well, somebody was a prostitute in this story. Uh, what, were they? I don't think they were. <laughs> uh, conspiracy theory goes off to maybe it might have been. <laughs> oh, God. The, what uh, concerns me is who? Oh, God. The victim? <sighs> well... <laughs> now I'm kind of scared to mention who I was now. <laughs> our story today is going to be a trilogy. We're going to do our first trilogy, free parter. Yeah. Really crazy stories going to happen here. Mm-hmm. So much like the Lord of the Rings, the Dark Knight. Oh, this is going to be one of the biggest trilogies of all time. Oh, yeah. And this is going to be a trilogy on to John, John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> so we're doing John Benet Ramsey in a trilogy. We decided that, you know what, for a Christmas episode. Might as well what? do a crime that occurred around Christmas. Oh, and it spanned it all throughout. Yeah. Oh, so we're going to span it out from this week all the way to pretty much Christmas mm-hmm. Day. I think that's pretty much the when we're gonna last, last drop episode's going to be. Episode. Yeah, it's pretty much going to be like right exactly the day of, actually. Merry so, Christmas. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty uh, interesting. I'm going to get y'all a little Christmas gift, and it's going to kind of be a Christmas gift to us because we're yeah. going to be done with this insane thing that is mind-boggling. Boggling. Boggling. It's, it's mind-boggling. Bag- well, it's bagging my mind. I bagged my mind i'm pretty sure that I... reminds me of blades of glory when he's like it's mind bottling because oh, like what and he's like it's mind bottling has your thoughts all trapped like a bottle oh i mean it's and i have kinda, literally said mind bottling ever since i saw that movie i mean it's kind of it's kind of i can't lie it's it is kind of bo- mind bottling yeah, it's kind of bogged my mind a lot i mm-hmm. mean i'm sitting here like oh 
why am I did this to myself? Correct me if I'm wrong here, but you did did you think you were gonna be a little disinterested in this case? I never said that at all. Okay, okay. I never I, said I wasn't gonna be disinterested. Okay. I said that I only thing I, I debated with you was about uh-huh. that it was not the most famous. I never said it was the most famous. Uh, we're not gonna get into discussing again. Uh, well, I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. I'll say this. I think in terms of like modern in in like recent memory mm-hmm. this and maybe the the Lacey Peterson murder mm-hmm. as well as the Casey Anthony thing mm-hmm. those three are probably tied for post like 1995 Maybe in terms of like the average person, I'm not talking about you. Who's I'm just like, gonna go, I'm just gonna go off of you. You're forgetting one that I would put above all these. Did you say changed, uh, that probably changed the whole tide in America? It still kind of has changed the tide. In America. I said post 1995, not oh, pre 1995. No, I'm talking about post 1995, and I'm gonna go. Which which what is what is this? One that we're probably gonna have to cover on this on the podcast soon. George Zimmerman, Chairman oh Martin. okay, you got the well. That's that's true. That I I would agree with you there. Yeah. I would, but um, but yeah, you, you wouldn't call it a murder. I'm just no, I, I would. I, I would. That's the thing. I would call it a murder, but I. Know of people that would not call it a murder. Well, understandable. <laughs> well, we'll save this for another podcast. Because <laughs> we'll we have we'll totally go. gotten away from the original <laughs> subject. We'll go. We'll go. Is it a murder? This is our podcast of Is It a Murder or Not a Murder? Is this a murder? <laughs> so this, should we start with, should we create our own game? That could be like a nice little cool, like, fun game to play like it like kind of like solitaires i don't like a charades like you just like explain like a case like on this day a person was on this day a teenage boy was walking down the street with a (laughs) bag of treats in his hand and he had a hoodie on he was shot by a weird old guy that was following him is this a murder? <laughs> it's not a murder. <laughs> Just leave out the racism, everyone involved. And... I think that thing that could be actually a pretty good, like, charades type game. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But again, we have gotten away from the topic at hand. <laughs> Look, I'm trying my best to get away from child murders as possible. Well, you know, that's a good, that's a good plan, typically, but in this instance... I'm going to say that uh, <laughs> you should probably get back into the child murders, get sweetie. Get back into those good old child murders. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. All right. So, yes, let's get into John Benet Ramsey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so tell me, tell let's tell our viewers how we're going to do this three-parter. So, we're going to do this three-parter, and I think this is the best way to do it, to make it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We just—I decided to do a who episode, then a what episode, and then a why, why episode. episode. 
So who episode is going to be this episode? So mm-hmm. if you already feel like you might know the who about it, you can always you can always skip over this episode. Or I'm just stay sure for our commentary. It. Well, I think that I think that we're gonna bring in some really big factors to the who though. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really big factors that I mean from what I've heard in other podcasts and mm-hmm. documentaries doing research. There's a lot I, of stuff is, that gets passed over. There's yeah, a lot of stuff that's getting passed over, and I think well, a lot of stuff is really, really interesting information. That's yeah, and over. I will say the the actual what of this yeah. is so gruesome that a lot of the details about who get really do get passed over. Yeah, because the the there are so many minute details when you get into the what. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people just, they already, I think, A lot of people think they already know. Again, again, that's it. Mm -hmm. People think they already know, so they they pass over the who, Mm -hmm. and they just talk about whatever they believe in and try Mm -hmm. to focus more on what they believe in Mm -hmm. and try to make over like, um, oh, we're going to talk about this person more Mm -hmm. than than anybody else in the situation. And I think by us doing the who first, mm-hmm. I think now it evens the playing ground. Yeah, and it sets up, it sets up next week, mm-hmm. perfectly. Anyway, because we don't play any favoritism. No, everybody's everybody's got the eye, I got the eye, my eye on everyone except for John Bonet. I hope <laughs> she like kind of didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Oh, I mean, uh... That damn John Bonet. I mean, matters about what conspiracy theory you believe. Because you believe a certain conspiracy theory. She might be doing something wrong. Okay. She might have been misceiving all of us. She was six years old. Oh, yeah, but is she still six years old? Oh, gotcha. Mm. That conspiracy theory. Oh, yes, that conspiracy theory. I can't. Well, let me, <laughs> let me just say this. If you don't know what I'm talking, if you don't know what we're talking about, you'll find out. But I have to say, I, whenever this kind of came, whenever that kind of came out mm. in like the, the open, people know me to be kind of obsessed with this particular crime because it was the first crime that happened whenever I was like it's I, I remembered it I remember this like it was like because this was the first thing I remember when I was a little girl in terms of like something happened to someone that was close to my age that was really bad but so many people sent me that sent me this conspiracy theory and they're like oh my god and it's crazy what if it's what if it's true I'm gonna be honest with you mm-hmm you're talking about how John Monet was close to the age? I wanted to save this reveal for the podcast so I could just see your reaction to this. Okay. And have it just be pure for the podcast. John Benet Ramsey was my age. I know. I I was re- I was putting my cr- putting my research together. I was like, oh whoa, they're the same age. Same age. Yeah. Born relatively around the same time. Yeah. 
Well, why don't we actually get into the who of things? So let's get into the who. Oh God, I sh- this is when I should play like a like a good Roger Darty like uh, like clip at that time. Who are you? Oh. Who, 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 who? Oh. I really wanna know. <laughs> is that your Roger Darty? I mean, I didn't really try to sound like him. But I mean, I I'll, I'll take that as the who. I'll take that as the who clip. Yeah, sure. All right, so no, no, uh, no worried. We can't. We don't have to worry about like uh, copyright infringement because that was all me, baby. Oh, you, your cover, Roger Darty. <laughs> so we're gonna get to the first parent that I'm gonna talk about is Patsy, Patricia, and Ramsey. Hmm. Now, that is the mother. Mama. <laughs> Born December 29th, 1956. This one's going to always be weird. Everything is happening around December, which is pretty weird to me. Dude, she's younger than my mom. I know. She would have been younger than my mom by two years. Hey. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's now, she died June 24th, 2006. The day before my birthday. Daddy for your birthday. You keep this. What, I know. That, that, what happened? Yes. I know. Last week was this the day, was your birthday. The didn't second, think? the second week in a row that something really terrible happened around my birthday. Your birthday is. It's it's, it's cursed. It's anti Christmas, dude. Oh well. We'll get into that one. My view of anti Christmas in just a second with Pat. But, but, Patricia, oh, well, oh my god. Maybe next up, maybe next episode. Oh next my episode. good. But uh this this one is she's a she's an intriguing woman mm-hmm. by far. Um she was a Miss West Virginia pageant winner at the age of 20. Mhm. That was in 1977. Yeah. I'll mention that cuz it's going to be coming up later on. For sure. Yeah. Um, she was born in Gilbert, West Virginia. Okay. I'm gonna guess this is probably a shit hotel in West Virginia. Uh huh. Gonna pull up, look up that. I'm gonna look. Well, up I will. Home. I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother, mm-hmm. she is from an area of Ohio that is just like on the other side of the river from West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been through West Virginia a few times, and. No, no offense to those who live in West Virginia. There's not a lot going on up there. Oh, I would offend people in West Virginia. They all look like a shithole, every part of it. That's not nice. <laughs> they can't help that they're from there. The pro- oh, but God. here's here was the here's the problem, and I will tell you exactly why those areas are so barren. Yeah. Because most of those jobs, they were coal miners. Mm-hmm. There were people who had jobs within those industries where you're working in a factory, when you're working, you know, in some sort of power plant. And a lot of those places have closed. So the economies in those areas are really poor. Very. I mean, it's... We don't know what Gilbert is. We haven't... Gilbert might be a perfectly lovely town. I'm going to say that it's in West Virginia, so it's probably bad. Oh, my God. (laughs) But... Which is not your fault, West Virginians. 
we're not gonna say that means that she lived bad off because no. she did not live bad off. Yeah. Her mom was a housewife, like mm-hmm. most people at the time of when she was born. Yeah. And her father was actually an engineer slash manager at the Union Carbine in company. Yeah. Now Carbine Company. You do you know what it is? No. Enlighten me. Oh, it is part of actually the Dow now. Okay. So it's pretty big deal. They are a chemicals company, and we're gonna get into this one a little bit later on. But just just remember that part. Okay. That a father's pilot is a pretty big guy. Okay. In a pretty huge company. Okay. Um, she graduated from Parkersburg High School in 1975. Parkersburg, I've been through Parkersburg, West Virginia. So you have you been? Mm-hmm. Oh, was it nice? Or you say nice? Nah, it's. I mean, again, you you can just kind of tell that these areas used to be something, mm-hmm. but because the economies have just went went kaput, essentially, mm-hmm. they can't really be what they used to be. Hmm. Oh. Well, she graduated from there in 1975. Okay. She goes to West Virginia University, mm-hmm. um, graduates West Virginia University mm-hmm. with a BA in bachelor in uh, journalism. Okay. In 1978. Hmm. So three years took her yeah. to graduate college. Dang. From West Virginia University. I mean, yes. Yeah, Damn, Patsy. I mean, it's West Virginia University, but it's been three years, three years, three years. Yeah. Um, her sister, then I got into this one, her sister actually won Miss South Charleston at the age of 24 in mm-hmm. 1980, which I'm like, what the fuck? I mean... That's like saying, uh, <laughs> you said she, she won Miss South Sa- Charleston? South Charleston. That's like saying, like, oh, I won, uh, Miss Pacific Rim. I mean... For people that don't know, because it might be some people that probably don't know, because a lot of people don't know about capitals, but Charleston is the capital of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So it's weird just learning that they have like a, she won like a region of this capital. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't win the whole entire city. She just it won should be the, said that this shouldn't be confused with Charleston, South Carolina. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Two totally different areas. Well, yeah, two totally different areas. But that's just weird that she won like. The South of region. Charleston, yeah, like like, a, like uh, a, that's like uh, I won Miss uh, South Williamson County. Yeah, something. Like, yeah, I guess like something like that. Where it's like, why are why are they doing it not by good enough for the North region? But, you know. Yeah, I'm just so, so that's kind of weird that that is that's even an award and then it's mm-hmm. like she's celebrating it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll get in. We'll get into this a little bit later with uh, with someone that I'm talking about. Yeah. But there are lots of real weird pageant title names. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be really weird these just the uh, pageants. Pageants are their families like pageants. Mm-hmm. That's their thing. They do pageants. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I know her mom did pageants too. Well, yeah. Well, Patsy, you know, well, Patsy did well, did did their mom do pageants as well? Uh, Patsy's mom did do pageants as well. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm okay. going to talk about that a little bit later though. Okay, I didn't even look into that one. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, guess what? Oh. I did. Nice. I was too busy on the father side. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that's... There's a lot of craziness going on there. Oh, the father side is definitely going to be in some insane mm-hmm. uh, 
extravaganza. Insanity. Now, she got married to John Ramsey at 23 years old mm-hmm. in November 5th, 1980. So, her, her sister wins Miss South Charleston, and then she gets married a little ways afterwards. Yeah. Um, 23 years old. She graduated college at 21 years old. So, pretty much right outside of college, she's mm-hmm. getting married to... John Ramsey. And I want you to recognize that. She graduated college in, what, 1978, right? Mm-hmm. Gets married in 1980. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to go back to what happened in 1978 as well. Yeah. Um, they're living in Atlanta, things like that. And then they wind up moving to Boulder, Colorado in mm-hmm. 1991. Okay. Now, we're going to get into the Boulder, Colorado part. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a lovely yeah, area. Gonna, you're gonna get into that part the next episode, most likely, because yeah. Boulder, Colorado is gonna be Boulder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get into a little bit of Boulder, Colorado with John Ramsey, but I'm not gonna get yeah. into it with Miss Patsy just yeah. yet. Um, she winds up getting uh, stage four cancer, ovarian cancer, in 1993. Mm. Winds up beating it. Good. And did uh. She it winds up reoccurring in her in two thousand and two, and winds up killing her four later, four years later on again the day before the day before your birthday, yeah. June twenty fourth, two thousand six. Good lord! She winds up dying of ovarian cancer at the age of forty nine years old. Yeah. So that's pretty much the story of Miss Patricia Ann Ramsey, Patsy Ramsey. Okay. Miss Patsy. Which some people might even say, huh, that's a nice little nickname she gave herself there. Patsy? Kind of well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Patsy. Patsy. I wonder if she falls to pieces. Oh, just saying that some people say that she might have been a Patsy. Oh, Patsy. <laughs> also, if anyone picked up on the, the, the joke that I just made, I, mm. I love you forever. Uh, uh. <laughs> I guess you're not gonna love me too long because I didn't get it at all. Okay. <laughs> now, so we're gonna talk a little bit about now John Bennett Ramsey. Mm-hmm. John Bennett. Okay. First off, I want to tell you. Every time I see this guy's name, mm-hmm. it automatically just gives me a quiver. Yeah. Because like a little chill. Remember what the little girl's name is again? John Bonet. So he he named, named his daughter after himself. Yeah, but he put a French little thing to it to make it Jean not seem so weird. Jean Bonet. You name your daughter after yourself, you fucking. Ugh. Ugh. He oh, is truly triggered, guys. Oh God. Ugh. This is just disgusting. When people name the name their kids after themselves, and it's not like a junior or something like, like a, that. Or the third. Yeah, it's always a little bit kind of disgusting. Right? Yeah. Like, oh. I I gotta be honest. This is gonna sound wrong, really bad, but yeah. I get creeped out whenever children are named after women in the family, like the the mom. Oh, I mean, it's just, just stuff like that. It's just like, oh, just, just make another name. Mm-hmm. Don't be such a psychopath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was born uh, back in December 7th, 1943. Oh. In Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. 
Yeah, so That's your like mom, an 11 your mom's year not, difference. Yeah, your mom's not older than him, right? That's a, no. <laughs> he's yeah. 11 years older than my mom, so he's 13 years older. He was 13 years older than Patsy. Yes, he was a teenager by the time Patsy was even born. Mm, she was not listening to my rule. <laughs> my uh, the Haley Rigsby rule that. of men and women ages is <laughs> if he was born in high school, well if he was if you were born and he was in high school at the time that you were born, he is too old unless he's Robert Downey Jr. Oh, well, he's not. Well, he was in high school. He was in what? Middle, middle school is 13, right? Tail, tail end. Tail end, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean. He I, just I, I, passed. I, the, he just passed. He passed the, the test. <laughs> the one thing that weirds me about, out about this, this is the first thing that triggered me out about mm-hmm. this, is that... Both of these people named. Listen, remember the names of these places they was born at. Yeah. So she's Patsy's born in Gilbert, West Virginia. Uh-huh. He's born in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh huh. Now, granted, Lincoln, Nebraska is like the capital of like Nebraska, but it's Nebraska. It's not that good of time. At definitely in the forties, mm-hmm. it's not that good of a town. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to just see these two people that are gonna be hugely wealthy people mm-hmm. coming from these like shithole places. Yeah. Well, it happens all the time. Yeah. Well, just to talk about him, again, his mom was pretty much mm, a housewife. Yeah. Not too much relevant. Um, his dad was, was a decorated World War II pilot, so he mm. already comes in with the with the military mentality, which is yeah, kind of, that's exactly what so, came to my mind. Mm-hmm. He always comes in with the military mentality that yeah. you're gonna see later on. Mm-hmm. Um, he always comes in with those like kind of like those um, um, connections. Yeah. Um, his he winds up moving his moving the family to Michigan, so he winds up getting moved to Michigan, mm-hmm. um, so small town in Michigan. Uh, he winds up then going to Michigan State okay. University. Um, yeah, shitty school. Fuck Michigan State. <laughs> Again, I'm a Michigan fan. So, so, Michigan cl- State. so close to being right, but yeah. just not not quite. Yeah, so close. I, uh, it's weird because he's, so, he's he could go to Michigan and he went to Michigan State for some just reason. Just a few miles away. Well, the thing is that I guess he didn't have the greats for it. Oh, okay. So? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Um, I will say one thing. One thing that really strikes me about John Ramsey, mm-hmm. uh, whenever I watch an interview that he's doing, mm-hmm. he he is very charming. He yeah. knows how to talk to other people. He's yes, he's very he's very very uh, well spoken. He's kind of like a talk show host kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like very talk show host ish. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like you could like be he could be an actor. Mm-hmm. In a way, and that's going to go into something later on. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not going to release till next episode. Okay. But yeah, I know we put in a lot of stuff saying we're going to do it. Well, next we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> talk about this later. My footage is, but, but I'm going to talk about that later. But again, it's all. This is all just who this episode. All mm-hmm. who this episode. Who 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 who. Um. So then, um, it never really mentions when he graduated Michigan okay. State. By the way, I looked up on so many different websites. Which leads me to ask. Do you think he even graduated? 
Well, I'm pretty sure if I went to if I went to that graduation website where you can where pretty look much up you can the look up people that graduated, yeah. I'm pretty sure you, I can find a year that he graduated. But mm-hmm. I mean, every grad website says that he graduated Michigan State. Yeah, I just look for the specific year so I can mm-hmm. know exactly like what made him do what what he does next. Yeah, but um, it never says it. Mm-hmm. But. After he graduates Michigan State, I'm going to guess it's after. I wouldn't think this is before. But he joins the Navy in 1966. Okay. Okay. So 1966. Remember what I said about Patsy Ramsey? Yeah. She doesn't graduate high school till mm. 1975. Okay. So he's in the Navy. So he was in the Navy for 10 in years? Almost 10 years before Patsy even graduates high school. She's okay. in the Navy when she's in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Now, was he... Uh... No, I'm trying to think of the question that I have. Was he still in the military by the time that Patsy graduated high school? We're going to mention this. We're going to mention this. Okay. So, he serves as a civil engineer corpse officer in the Philippines for three years. Mm-hmm. Now, remember what's happening in 1966. Okay. 1966? 1966, that would be... That's obviously after... Oh, it's not after. It's a little bit before Vietnam. Well, yeah, no, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, I was saying Vietnam. it was that was after the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's after Cuban Missile Crisis. Because JFK missile crisis was already about, dead by that point. Yeah, I was about to say, Cuban Missile Crisis probably is around like 62. Uh, 60. I thought Honestly, it was like 63. Like six, it's, yeah, that's 62, 63 years okay. area. And um, yeah, so it's a little bit after Cuban Missile Crisis. So mm-hmm. he misses that part okay. for sure. He's about a little bit, It's about he's getting in there during mm-hmm. the Vietnam time. Yeah, But things it's are really starting to ramp Vietnam. up because mm-hmm. by this point, Lyndon B. Johnson is already president. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's in it. This this mm-hmm. is definitely communism. We're killed. We're when we're murdering off communists time mm-hmm. right here. This okay. is definitely pure murdering off communists mm-hmm. time right here. Like J. Edgar Hoover <laughs> is like oh, doing his thing at this point. Oh, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, hundred percent. I mean, and J. Edgar is Hoover is killing um killing communists. Keeping tabs on everybody. Keeping tabs on everybody, killing communists in the United States and out of the United States, mm-hmm. and even killing some of our, I would say, um, what my people in the gray area. Some, uh, some of our favorite people in this world, uh, R.P. Martin Luther King. Well, just gonna say that well. sounds like a <laughs> like a like a side story episode right there. Oh, oh, trust me. Now that sounds like uh, a dude. <laughs> Is that my killer? Oh. Now, also, and also, after he gets out of the Navy in, I'm going to guess, 1969, mm-hmm. he also is in a reserve unit in Atlanta for eight okay. years. Okay, so he was part of the reserve. As well. Okay. So now, again, as we mentioned I guess I didn't mention a little bit of what he did while he was in that military, huh? Well, while he was in the military, he got married to a woman named Lucinda yeah. Posh. Okay. In 1966. Posh? Yeah. Posh, 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 Posh. posh. P-A-S-C-H. Oh, I've seen that before. I want to say that's Posh. Posh, Posh. Okay, Posh. 
So he got married to her in 1966. Obviously, he went to the military in 1966. Mm-hmm. Uh, Navy in 1966. Yeah. Um, had three children from her, then got divorced in 1978. Oh, when Patsy graduated college. 1978. Okay. <laughs> when, do, do you know when they met? I do not know what they meant. Do okay. not know what they meant. Mm-hmm. I did want to look that one up. I was like, I'm going to try to look this one up. Couldn't really find it. Um, but yeah, they. she winds up winning the beauty competition one year, and then he winds up graduating college the next year, and she winds up breaking up with divorcing his wife mm-hmm. that same year. Hmm. Um, so, uh, don't know when they met, but they wound up getting married two years later mm-hmm. again in... November 5th, 1980. Okay. So, they wanted to married. Obviously, he already has three kids from his first wife. Mm-hmm. Um, Patsy then births him two more kids. Yes. Um, later on, obviously, um, John Bonet is not born until 1990. 1990. And Bert Ramsey, you will talk about when he's yeah, born. Yeah, I'm going to talk about their birth when yeah. they were born. Yeah, you're going to talk about when he's born. So, mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention that. Um... Now, we, I also have to mention that they, when they moved to Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, they wound up founding his own uh, computer company. Yeah. In 1989. Access Graphics? Well, Access Graphics is not what he found. Yeah. He finds a, he founds his own computer company called Advanced Product Group. Okay. Now he's now Access Graphics was founded that same year. That was mm-hmm. when he merged his company with two other companies. Okay. So three co- companies, all based out of Atlanta, merged together to form Access Graphics. Mm-hmm. Now two years later, in 1990, Access Graphics is what? bought up by then Lockheed. Lockheed. Oh, okay, yeah, Lockheed. And Lockheed Martin, if people don't understand who Lockheed Martin are, they say, we've heard this name before. That name sounds familiar. It is pretty much the group that just just murders. Well, we won't say murder. Well, they create instruments of war, essentially. Lockheed Martin is, is pretty much... For to put it in my terms, mm-hmm. what how I can understand it, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess that people that listen to our podcast are people that kind of have my mind sense base. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it is pretty much what Tony Stark Iron Man was. Yeah, it, it's like Stark Industries. Yeah, it's pretty much Stark Industries before yeah. he decided to be a superhero. Yeah, pretty much it is pretty much he's he's they're dealing out more more more. The the biggest advanced weapons you could have. Yeah. Anytime you need an advanced we- weapon. Instruments of war. Lockheed Martin is there for it. Mm-hmm. Lockheed Martin's giving instruments of war to everybody. Are you looking for something to uh, blow up another group of people? Or are you looking for something to win a war? Well, Lockheed Martin can help you out. They are the Steve Jobs of, of killing people with war. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't say. think Steve Jobs would have liked you saying that. Well, yeah, I know he wouldn't, but I mean, it is a good comparison, I would say. I think you're... Sorry. Woo, that was a yawn and a half. Whoa, I didn't even notice. I didn't even realize I was talking while I was yawning. I think your Tony Stark, Stark Industries comparison was probably the best way to 
to explain Lockheed Martin to someone who has no idea what Lockheed that, Martin that is. That has no clue. Yeah, because yeah. this one is dead. I mean, Lockheed Martin is pretty much woo. Like, you can just see they're like... I could imagine someone that, like, was the Tony Stark at Lockheed Martin going in and watching that <clears throat> first, like, five, ten minutes of Iron Man and just being like, oh, yeah, this is... This is me. Well, another reason why we play play so much on this is Mm -hmm. because this is going to come into fact into yeah again. oh i'm sure <laughs> again you get a call you get something like lockheed <laughs> martin involved uh, again next episode yeah <laughs> next episode <laughs> we might need to just get our own segment called next, next episode, episode. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> like at the end we're gonna go back over everything that we said we're gonna talk about in the next episode like next episode next episode next episode <laughs> i'll be ready for the next episode <laughs> well Interesting enough, again, the family moves to Boulder, Colorado mm-hmm. after pretty much Lockheed Martin buys yeah. his company. In t- 1992, his eldest daughter, Elizabeth, died in a mysterious car crash. Mm-hmm. Against, again, something we will talk about in the next episode. <laughs> we got to do. Hey. I was saying, we got to date all this. We have to date all that stuff. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> So again, that happens. His but his daughter winds up dying in nineteen ninety two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really ever hear him talk about that. Yeah, we we'll talk about next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, in nineteen ninety six, remember that date again. That's the year, guys. That's the year. Let's just say next episode. <laughs> In 1996, his company grossed over one million billion. Excuse me, sorry. I one said million, million. I said million. Billion. God, oh God, I said one million. He would spit on me if I said that. Like that don't make any sense, son. One billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So in one year, he grossed one over one billion dollars. He wound up getting named Entrepreneur of the Year by the Boulder Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. which is going to be pretty interesting because I'm about to tell you something about that Chamber of Commerce as well. Yeah. And um, he winds up being uh, said to be, at that time, on May 1st in 1996, excuse me, sorry, worth over $6.4 million. Mm, that's a lot of money. So, yes, at that point, he's worth over $6.4 million. I know you're thinking, like, what? Well, that's nothing compared to nowadays. Well, you got to think about inflation and, oh, like, what it was. Well, you got to think that you, when you, when I, what if I someone's going to offer me $6 million, I'm not going to turn it down. Well, the thing that I'm, that I'm going to say is that I, when I compare, like, money ratios to this, again, I'm going to say, because a lot of artists, I'm going to say it's probably kind of like with my mental capacity level. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that I compare it to, like, football players' contracts. Yeah. And at that time, there was only a few players that even had million-dollar contracts. Yeah. So $6 million at that time. That's a lot of money. Was with ridiculous amount of money mm-hmm. this is before technology is the technology boom is yeah. today he was one of the forefathers of the technology boom mm-hmm. like you could actually i would put him on the level of a steve jobs mm-hmm. and a bill gates aspect in the 
in the more warfare mm-hmm. category. He's not in the public mm-hmm. public category like Steve Jobs. And yeah, he Bill didn't Gates have was. a public persona. But we're gonna, but well, we're, and I would say partially because that, partially because his company got sold. Well, yeah. Well, when we get into, I'm gonna get into the part. I'm gonna get into the part where we talk about how, uh, pretty much, uh, how he kind of was that forefather mm-hmm. of what would become, Silicon Valley. Okay. Pretty much. Um, so, again, you mentioned this company got sold. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna probably get into the next episode. Mm-hmm. I want to wait till the next episode to get into it, but we're gonna say that. Uh, Skip ahead a few years, then I'll get into that in a second. But skip ahead a few years again. Go back on to Patsy Ramsey. Patsy Ramsey got sick. Uh, her her cancer reoccurred back in what year? Do you remember? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. She died again. Remember? Two in 2004, John Ramsey campaigned for a seat in Michigan's House of Representatives 105th District. Uh, okay. So, yeah, he's his wife's and suffer from cancer. Yeah. From cancer. He's campaigning for... Two years in a four-year <laughs> battle, that's not a good time. Yeah, he's decided that he's going to go ahead and, you know, uh, campaign yeah. for... Um, like, <laughs> Senate I'll, I'll interject <laughs> here, too, because, yeah. um, oddly enough... From kind of that same area. My mom's best friend, Patty, she had she had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And I saw, the last time I got to really be around her mm-hmm. was, oh goodness. It was almost, uh, I want to say about a year before she ended up passing away. And she was so sick. But she still had all that. She still had a year left. So that being said, Patsy was probably in a lot of pain. Yeah, and he was too busy running for. Which, uh, kind of a side note. This yeah. is this doesn't. This is not something that would ever be in a future episode. Mm. If you are someone that is interested in weird statistics. Mm. If you look up the rates of, um, like, the amount of people that get cancer in that particular part of the country, in, like, the southern Ohio, West Virginia area, it is absolutely insane. So many people in that area get cancer. Now... Like I say, he runs for he runs for the House of Representative. Uh, mm-hmm. He winds up getting twenty four point three percent of the votes. Okay. In the Republican hey, that's, primary, that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, but well, I mean, if you consider the fact that like some pretty major players in a presidential race can only get maybe eleven percent. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not good enough. No, no, he, he didn't win. He comes in second. He comes in second to Kevin Elson Elsenheimer. Mm-hmm. So in the Republican primary, so yeah, mm, that pretty much his political career is mm-hmm. done with from the from, from there. that point forward. Can you win a Republican primary for mm-hmm. a House of Representatives spot? You're not gonna, you're not gonna be respectable politicians. Mm-mm. Pretty much, sorry. Um, so again, 2006, his wife dies mm-hmm. June June uh, 24th. He does. He is beside her. 
Mm-hmm. He is at a sign. Now, she dies in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if she did when he was running for because we gotta remember he was running for the house of representative in michigan mm-hmm. so i don't know if she was in atlanta the whole mm-hmm. entire time yeah but um he these they said he's at his he's at her bedside when she yeah. dies so now she dies then and she dies then um shortly after that he has a short-term relationship with beth holloway the mother of Natalie Holloway. Natalie Holloway, who I'm thinking we're definitely going to do an episode on Natalie Holloway. Yeah, Holloway. that whole thing is weird as crap. One day, I don't know when we're going to do it. I'm going to guess it's going to be in the future, but we don't, I don't Murders know. Murders exactly in the summer, summer, summer time. Don't tell people this. I'm just saying that might be a good idea for a, for a series. Hey, I'll just skip over that part. Summer, summer. <laughs> Honestly, I just wanted a reason to sing Summer, summer, summer time <laughs> So he says short term He mentions that pretty much They always they had, they both had a mutual bond mm-hmm. and, and the fact that they both suffered um, Childhood um, Grievances yeah. but. but I will say He did say in an, inter- in, an interview mm-hmm. That she was behind him in the grievance cycle, which kind of makes you think that he left her because she was still way too upset about her daughter. Mm. That's what mm. I got from that quote. Mm. Don't at me, John Ramsey. <laughs> now, he then gets married, and I don't know how to this man is keep doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. He's he's around about at this time that he gets married, he's around about uh six sixty eight at this time. Yeah. And he gets married to a woman named Jan Rusex. Mm-hmm. In two thousand and eleven. Yeah. And he's married to her to this day. He's mm-hmm. seventy five years old. Still married to her to this day, still alive, Mr. John Ramsey. Damn John. Well like I said, he's very charming. He's still, I mean, for his age, he's very handsome. Mm-hmm. Well, to talk about all that, I said I was going to get back to these things, and I have to get back to these things. Yeah. <gasps> Let's rewind all this back. Okay. Just break your mind back. Mm-hmm. Remember when I told you about Miss... Patsy Ramsey's father and how he was his uh was a engineer and mm-hmm. manager, pretty big time guy at the yeah. Union Carbride Company. Yeah. Well, that, I didn't tell you what Union Carbride did, did I? No, you didn't. So they're Dow, they're Dow company. Dow, they're, they're Dow. Yeah, you said they were a Dow, but you didn't say what the company exactly was. They work in chemicals. Okay. They work in chemicals. Okay. Simply pretty, pretty interesting chemicals. Okay. Something you might say is used for um, this thing called warfare. Oh. They actually, in uh, 1984, December 2nd and 3rd, 1984, mm-hmm. in a place called B- Blue Paul, Blue Paul, it's in India. Mm-hmm. Let me see the name. It's B H O P A L. B-H-O-P-A-L. Bhopal, you were saying? Bhopal? Yeah. Yeah. So, Bhopal. 
all. Uh, a gas leak as tragedy happens. Ooh. There's over 3,787 confirmed deaths Whoa. from this gas leakage. Whoa. There's other 16,000 people claim deaths claimed. There's people that they do not want to claim, but they most likely claim died from this gas leakage. And <laughs> you think those deaths were a lot? Mm, I bet there were a ton more people injured. Oh, a ton more people? Try half a million. Whoa. Over half a million. 558,125 people were claimed non-fatal injuries. Oh my God. These is for sure. This is at least. That is for sure. That's not people that also claim. This is confirmed. Wow. (laughs) Over half a million people were injured by this gas, by this chemical leakage. A little under 4,000 people. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that number 4,000. But let's say 4,000 people? That's a big, that's a Mm -hmm. lot of people. That died from E gas leakage alone. Not even mention people that were injured by this gas leakage mm-hmm. alone. So yeah, we're gonna say Union Carbide. Yeah. Oh, fishy. Yeah, a little bit of fishy, right? A little, a little bit, bit of fishy. fishy. So it's interesting to see that her her that her father was in was Involved kind of big deal. Big deal in this company. Big yeah. big guy. Well, and it's interesting to hear that, and also to know that eventually. Um, John Ramsey's company gets involved with Lockheed Martin. Oh, you're talking about Access Graphics, right? Uh-huh. Oh, let's talk a little bit about Access Graphics. Okay. Um, now, remember when I told you about John, about, about how they uh, had that billion-dollar year um, in 1996? Yeah. Now, on December 20th, 1996, mm-hmm. they had that $1 billion a year luncheon. Oh, Huh. Remember when I told you about those December's? Yeah, things things happen in a lot of things happen in December nineteen ninety six. Mm, those December times, December. I mean, remember remember that gas leakage happened in December too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, from some newspaper clippings that I looked mm-hmm. up, so I actually have some primary sources on this as oh, well. Oh wow! Some newspapers clippings I looked up about access graphics mm-hmm. coming from that Boulder, Colorado newspaper. Um, again, as I mentioned, John Ramsey was pretty much a pioneer for that for that uh, technology boom. Absolutely. Now, in early early May of that nineteen ninety six year, he signed a five year lease with a downtown Boulder, Colorado, uh, mall. Mm. Now, pretty much he was pretty much trying to buy up a whole entire block. He was trying to buy up pretty much like the whole entire center of Boulder, Colorado. Okay. Um, his company at the time was only three hundred and twenty people. Yeah. He. He estimated that it was going to be over 600 people by the year 2001. Wow. So, again, Boulder, Colorado City did a whole entire backlash over this. Mm-hmm. 
they're pretty much trying to say that, you know, you can't buy the whole entire city. That yeah. No. We're trying to make this into a city. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much like he's buying up, I don't know what or our cities the listeners live in, but think about if a big company just bought mm-hmm. the whole entire downtown and pushed, it pushed away, like, all the other places well, in downtown. Yeah, that like, wouldn't work. Like no, you know, like your Jimmy John's gone. Your McDonald's gone. <laughs> yeah, you know, you he's move. He's pretty much saying it's hey, like dude. some weird tech company was like, we want to purchase the entire, we want to purchase the Country Music Hall of Fame, yeah. the Bridgestone Arena, <laughs> and um, a send amphitheater while we're at it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna make all that into into access graphics. We don't, yeah. we don't, you know, y'all you don't, you don't really care about that, right? We don't care about that, dude. <laughs> We're we're working on how to make how to how to make drawings and kill a shit ton of people. Yeah. Come on, come on, y'all, get on board. So yeah, pretty much you got we, you're getting what you're getting into is Silicon Valley territory. Yeah. He's trying to buy. He's pretty much was trying to make Boulder, Colorado into Silicon Valley. Valley. He's trying to buy the Before whole entire Silicon city Valley, and yeah. make it into pretty much access graphics, Colorado. Yeah, pretty much that's what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Which is gonna be one of these things that I'm intrigued that this hasn't turned into a thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'll say that could be a conspiracy theory right there. Okay. I think I'm gonna say that's one, and I think that's what's gonna. Mm-hmm. I think put it to a new conspiracy theory. I think. Yeah. But um, yeah. So pretty much he does that. He gets a lot of blowback for the city because mm-hmm. of that. Uh, they try to say how they try to kind of get him out of town and stuff like mm-hmm. that and all. Uh, uh, so yeah, pretty much. Uh, obviously, we talk about it. You already mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Things happen. A year later, he he pretty much sells the company away. Mm-hmm. So that two thousand and six, that estimate of he's gonna have sixty hundred six hundred workers. Yeah, obviously doesn't come no. to fruition. Um. Yeah. Now. You talk about how he's married and all that stuff mm-hmm. and good-looking guy. Um, he went on an interview years back and said that he's actually uh, pretty much almost broke now. Whoa. So it's pretty much financially, he's been pretty much destroyed financially. Hmm. So, um, yeah, that is pretty much, uh, what I should say, that is uh, John Ramsey's case. Yeah. And that's the parents, um... I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save the views for later on. Okay. So, if you did the parents, that means I guess I need to talk about their children. The kids. The kids. Now, I'm not gonna talk about John's previous three kids because I think that that I think that they're gonna come more into play when next episode. Next episode, but is the next episode (laughs) okay? I've already done that once. Um, but their two children play well, Patsy and John's two children that they have together play a huge role in this crime. Obviously, one of them is the victim, and the other one. The other one's very interesting. To this day. To this day. But I'm going to get into him in a little bit. First, I am going to talk about John Benet Ramsey. 
Yes. So she is, well, she was, um, she was John's last child as well as Patsy's. Um, she was born August 6th, 1990. Now, one thing that I would like to say is I, I wanted to have a lot of information about her, but the, the, the unfortunate truth is that when she was six, whenever she was murdered. So you can't really dive super deep into... A six-year-old. Not too hard. Not too hard, Not but too hard. but there's but there is quite a bit of information about her. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. People get so caught up in what happened that they forget that there was that this was a little girl. Yeah. But well, the lucky the lucky part of this is that she was a superstar six-year-old. Yeah, she really was. So she was a beauty pageant regular, and she got into this through the mom side of her family. But I'll get into that a little bit later. She was a honey boo boo. Um. Yeah, I would. I mean, yeah. She seemed like she was a bit more of a professional yeah. than yeah. people than like the kids on toddlers and tiaras. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. She's honey boo boo town. Yeah. Um, she won several titles, and some of those titles include Little Miss Colorado, um, Little, let's see, there's Colorado State All-Star Kids Cover Girl, America's Royale Miss, National Tiny Miss Beauty, and then there was one, Little Miss Charlevoix, Charlevoix, it's a town from Michigan, I was about to say, I am. I look. I look at it, but you are the name. You are the word expert when it comes to these things. Uh, Charlotte Vio. Yeah, I'm not getting that. Yeah, no. I am. I apologize if that's where you're from, and I'm saying it totally wrong. Well, you just, just, just message us, please. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> tell me. I want to know. Tell, tell me. I'm definitely going to definitely answer those messages. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so here is what's really creepy. She won her last title less than 10 days before her murder. Mm-hmm. It was a... Oh, you give it away spoilers. If y'all didn't, if y'all didn't know that this, <laughs> that she was killed, please tell me where so, you've been. Somebody, somebody's going Somebody's spo- like, wait a minute. Somebody's going to spoil her. Wait a minute. <laughs> she was, she was murdered? I thought this was the Who episode. I thought this was an episode about Tommy by the Who. I thought this was the Who episode. Oh my God. <laughs> this was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. I was waiting for the what? <laughs> <laughs> so, the, this was at a Christmas pageant. Mm-hmm. She won Little Miss Christmas. She sang, like, rocking around the Christmas tree, and then obviously, like, modeled a few different outfits, and, you know, basically did the basic pageant thing. And typically, this is how we think of her. We see the footage of, uh, if you know anything about this case, you've seen footage of her prancing around in a little pageant Pretty much Outfit. the first thing the first thing that shows up when you type in her name on Google is like a picture of her at the at this Christmas pose at the Christmas pageant and stuff like that. Exactly. Um That being said, members of her family, like her dad and her brother, 
have actually both said that she was a bit of a tomboy. And she really loved to play outside, especially, like, playing outside with Burke, her brother. Hmm. Potentially. Hmm. I say potentially because we're going to get into that. When? The next episode. Exactly. Um, Her dad actually said in 2012, and I quote, I see her, you know, in shorts and t-shirt and hair kind of scruffy. And just kind of a kid. That's what he said he sees when he thinks of her. But some of her friends from the pageant circuit have said that she was just a fun-loving, spunky girl. Um, You know, really smart, just really sweet. She tried to find, like, she tried to find time to be a kid on her own. Because you hear them talk about, like, we would sneak off to go play with Barbies, and 20 minutes later, they would come in like, what, where have you been? da 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 um, I'm making this eerie connection right now, but this is sounding almost Michael jackson Yeah, yes. yeah, yes. yeah. I can see how you would say that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, positive facts, that's really all you can find. Yeah. I tried to find more information about, like, how she was in school, but she really would have only been in school for like a year. Yeah, really not. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, there are quite a few darker facts when it comes to John Bonet. Really? Are, are you getting yes. to the, get the dark side of the moon? Well, yes. And it's not necessarily about her, mm-hmm. but about, well, yeah, I mean, it would be about her, but not about her personality or anything. Because, seriously, anytime you hear people talk about her, they describe her as just a really sweet little girl. Mm-hmm. Well-behaved. Mm-hmm. Well, and what, well, one of, the, one of the darker facts that comes up is that she was probably being forced into doing these pageants that she was doing. But not necessarily by her, her mom. Even though I definitely think her mom was kind of living vicariously through her daughter. Um, what what you didn't say about Patsy was that, so she won Miss West Virginia. Mm-hmm. What do you do after you win, win Miss West Virginia? Start judging. You compete for Miss America. Oh. But she lost. Yeah. And... The grandmother, who is a former beauty queen herself, mm-hmm. supposedly was absolutely furious when Patsy didn't win, oh. and would go around calling John Bonet "My Little Miss America," mm-hmm. and basically, like, I think some family, well, some family friends have come out and said that, like. The grandmother would, she said, like, what if John Bonet wakes up sick? Or she says she doesn't want to be in a pageant that day. Grandma was like, well, we just say too bad. Because she's going to be in a pageant. Yeah, well, she's old school. Yeah, well, she's yeah. So, right. and then, obviously, Patsy, she didn't she didn't win Miss America. But she, I think she wanted to see what could be done with. I'm really interested to see who won Miss America that year. 
Yeah. I think, the, think that's gonna be one that we're gonna put into next episode. Yeah. <laughs> next episode. Next episode. Um. And one thing I will say, like, I don't have this down in my notes, but if you, I, it kind of comes across like Patsy had this like obsession with John Bonet. Like, if you look at like any pictures of the two of them together, Patsy just has this like obsessively happy smile on her face Mm. and like you look at picture of like family portraits and it looks it just it looks like annie leibovitz shot it and john benet has this model-esque look on her face and patsy's in these pictures with her and burke and it's just there is this massive undercurrent of just creepy whenever you get into looking at them as a family yeah I was thinking about it. I I want to. I kind of want our guest to hear a little bit of what Patsy sounds like. Okay. Because uh, she's. I think we need to get a little bit into what they sound like a little bit, just to say that. Yeah. They, uh, they kind of like. I think we. Can, I think we can arrange that. Yeah. So let's see here. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can get a little clip for you. Yeah. Likewise, the uh, police and investigators have assured us that this is a case which can be solved. You know, you may be eluding the authorities for a time, but God knows who you are, and we will find you. So, yeah, that's Patsy Ramsey right there, and mm-hmm. she... And- and if you can't, obviously you're listening to it, so you can't see it, but as I was watching that... She's like looking very pointedly. Her eyebrows are very expressive, and she's pointing at those cameras. Yes. You know, we God knows who you are. She's she's a, a, a very intricate, sudden sudden speaking woman. Yeah, it's it's very it's very intriguing. She reminds me of like a sudden bell from like the early 1900s yeah so yeah so getting back into these john bonnet facts um something that it it is kind of important to note uh the same interview actually when that i referred to earlier where her dad was saying how he just kind of sees her as a tomboy mm-hmm. um he said he was actually pretty creeped out by the pageants and if he could go back he wouldn't have allowed her to do it because, um, for the, like, for those people, for the people that believe that they, that the parents were not involved with the crime, and that no one in that family was involved with the crime, a lot of people think that there's a strong chance that the pageants kind of introduced that, I, in... I've, yeah, I've heard this, I heard that yeah i mean i mean what was it that this that the that the guy on the thing that i listened to today earlier said that she was a pedophile's dream yeah which is a really creepy statement but yeah that's what yeah he said he is a pedophile she's a pedophile's dream yeah okay that's a creepy statement but anyways it's one of those things where i kind of go where i don't know yeah i i think i think that's a more of a cover-up well, you know. Yeah. But this actually brings up a good time 
to talk about um, a detail that has been talked about a lot, but there was actually a, whenever I was looking into this a little bit more, um, there was another detail that I'd had actually never read before, which is saying something, because I'm, I know, I'm, I like to learn more about this crime. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> John Bonet actually had a bedwetting problem. Yeah, I've heard yes. this. Okay, I've heard mm-hmm. this story. Okay, yes. Yes. She had a bedwetting problem, and she was taken to the doctor with irritation and redness kind of surrounding her vaginal area. Mm-hmm. Parents, the parents claimed that it was from a bubble bath, um, but, you know, there's there's also a chance that she could have been sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say... I I have friends that unfortunately suffered habitual sexual abuse and something that is pretty much it it consistently happens whenever you have children particularly female children that deal with that same thing most of them have bedwetting problems but Something else that I read, this is the thing that I actually hadn't read before, it should be noted that allegedly her vaginal opening was two times the size of that of a normal six-year-old girl. And some investigators have said that that doesn't just happen after one incident of sexual abuse. Um, yeah, um, that's definitely, uh, that's unconfirmed. That's an unconfirmed thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, I've, I've heard this part and, uh, it's very conspiracy, very esque mm-hmm. grounds, but it, I've heard this part and, and I mean, uh, we'll get into it next episode for yeah. sure, but I mean, it does have a lot to get into, uh, mm-hmm. going to the, uh, crime. Yeah. Sure. Well, the the thing that I mean, whenever I, I don't know, I hear the I hear the bedwetting thing, and it just uh, that really concerns me a lot, just because I've I have so many friends that I mean it's so sad, but they dealt with that same thing, and it was for the same, it was for that, it was for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. You know, that's that's pretty much all I have on John Bonet. Mm-hmm. How about we get into Burke? Oh, everybody's fa- favorite person in the world. Yes. Um, so Burke is the first child of John and Patsy. Mm-hmm. He was born in. He was born on January twenty seventh, nineteen eighty seven. And it's kind of the same thing. Well, it's a similar thing in that there's not a ton of information out there on him. But there's definitely some interesting information out there on him. Okay. Um, he is described as quiet and private by his father. He was that way ever since he was a kid, before this ever happened. Okay. Before the crime ever happened. He was only nine whenever his sister was murdered. After the murder actually happened, he went through extensive therapy, especially in high school. 
and eventually got to the point that he was moved to the family's summer home by himself in high school. Mm-hmm. Like things, I guess, were just so, were just kind of weird mm-hmm. at home. Um, eventually he graduated from high school and he went to Purdue for computer science. And now he works remotely as a software engineer where he doesn't really have to be around people mm-hmm. like at all. Um, some people say that, like, him having too much privacy and was... Sh- See, after the crime happened, he was sheltered a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it really had a tremendous impact on him. And something that people expect, like, now, they bring up every... People bring this up every time they talk about Burke. Mm-hmm. It's the Dr. Phil interview. Yeah, we're pretty much Oh yeah, even even people who think that they the family had absolutely nothing to do with it, mm. they uh, they say that it was a really big mistake. Yeah, well, have you watched any of the Doctor Phil interview? I watched it when I first started doing my research. Uh-huh. I, I watched the Doctor Phil interview because I yeah. was like, um, um, just trying to look into what out of bounds. Because again, like I like I said at the beginning of it, I mm-hmm. wanted to get as are as much as our own thing as possible. Mm-hmm. So I looked at a Dr. Phil interview just to see like what kind of out of out of the out of the out of the bounce that mm-hmm. we can do for this for these episodes. And, yeah. Um, the Dr. Phil interview was like, mm-hmm. God, it was weird. It was at the it, very it least, was insanely, it was weird. It was insanely weird. Yeah, insanely weird. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 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 like a quarter in like. Whoa. Yeah. So if you have never seen the Dr. Phil interview with Burke Ramsey, I highly suggest that you watch it because it is absolutely fascinating. Um, what's so interesting to me, one thing I will say if you've, if you've not seen it, pretty much the entire time that he's sitting there talking with Dr. Phil, he has this really kind of uncomfortable, awkward smile. Yes. Oh, God. Like, even whenever he's talking about, like, specific details about the murder of his sister, he just has this weird smirk. And it's not... I wouldn't... I'll be very quick to say that it's definitely not an admission of guilt, but it shows that there is definitely... a high level of social awkwardness. Well, it's well, it's like we're talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. We have no kind of like preference to John Day Ramsdale. Like we said, mm-hmm. John Day died when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. Six I was old. three. You was three years old, so we did not have a clue who John Day was. We don't have any clue who the Ramseys are. We don't. Mm-hmm. Have, we don't. You know, we never talked to anybody that knew Mm-mm. any of these people. No. And we're over here like, I can see you're upset on yeah. your face, uh-huh. you know, and you can see I'm not really smiling too much and I'm not as joking as much as I usually am. Yeah. Um, so when he's up here and he's like... And it's I mean, uncomfortable. He's like glee. He's yeah. very, very glee. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not even that it comes across as glee. It, it's like he, he's 
uh, he you can tell that he is very uncomfortable because up until that point he had never really he he'd never talked openly about this. Yeah, um, I mean that's days. He never talked openly about it. So yeah. he was and again, like you said, he wasn't a guy that talked to. And obvi- you can tell obviously he didn't have any kind of so he didn't have any kind of media coaching, like. And it was so un- it was so awkward to the point that before the interview even started, Doctor Phil actually warned the TV viewers that his behavior was atypical. That this is a this is he's thirty one now, but he this is this is someone that has essentially spent the better part of his life by himself. So he, you might honestly maybe that might be the reason why it's so ugly. Maybe it's kind of like I'm, I'm happy to be out talking to the world. Yeah, maybe it's like I'm coming out. Mm -hmm. I want the world to know. Mm -hmm. But let it go. He's also not done any kind of interview since then. Oh, I can one hundred percent bet you the reason yeah. why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he was. He was like. He was too, his name was, was like, hey, uh, exactly. <laughs> like you might not want to do this again, buddy. He was a micro. He was a microphone. A microphone mm-hmm. left on away from being Robert Durst. I kind of, I kind of feel like it. Just again, just in case y'all have not seen this, I kind of want to play you a little clip. Of his voice. Oh, definitely play. Yeah, because it's just so weird. I mean, I maybe I'm just thinking about this differently, but I have a sister. If somebody hurt her, I can't imagine ever, ever speaking speaking about things in a way where. Well, that's the thing that. Honestly, that's what got them. I ain't talking about just him alone. Yeah. And, I, and we're going to save this into the next episode mm-hmm. for sure. But that's what got them even in trouble. Yeah. And his parents, in fact, because mm-hmm. they were also awful interviews as yeah. well. <laughs> Especially Patsy. Oh, she was a terrible interviewer. Yeah. I mean, that was just the one we played for you was like, was like the tame mm-hmm. one. Yeah. There's another one that come out and we're going to come out in the next episode when mm-hmm. it was sure mm-hmm. but that one she yeah. goes ballistic alright so here is a clip of uh, here's a clip of Burke looking at the ransom note from the crime which is very yeah just here, here we go are you aware of these different theories that are out there theories that you killed your sister, theories that your mother killed John Bonet, and theories that an intruder killed John Bonet. Those seem to be the three camps that people talk about. Yeah, I mean, I've, I know that we were suspects. I didn't, I didn't know they were camps, I guess. And these are people that post online. The shorthand is RDI, Ramsey did it, IDI, the intruder did it, or BDI, Burt did it. Do you know the theories that they set forth in saying that your mom killed John Bonet? I don't know the details, but I know the ransom note. They think the handwriting match. Have you seen it? Have you read it? 
I don't think I've read the whole thing. I've definitely seen pictures of it, though. Yeah. Did the hand... So you ba- you basically get the idea, and watching it is a really important aspect because, like, in the first part of it, he looks like he's about to laugh. Like, it's just so weird. Yeah. So, something that... I think this interview happened in 2016. As, he was, like I said, he was nine when this, when this happened. Um, Around the 20th anniversary of the crime, lots of, like, lots of networks started to put, like, little documentaries out about it, and... One of the ones that got a lot of attention was one done by CBS. And one of the things that the CBS special had a lot of attention for was that they kind of posited that Burke potentially bludgeoned his sister. And Burke didn't take too kindly to this because he sued CBS for $750 million dollars. Mm-hmm. In a in a slander lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I will that I will add here about Burke. This is a really just kind of weird, random fact. It kind of goes into the darker stuff that I found out about John Bonet. Mm-hmm. Is that apparently Burke would take his feces and spread it all over the house and mm. all over the walls and a lot of it was found even in the crime scene investigation in John Bonet's room but mm. yeah so some people theorize that that like kind of clues you in a little bit to the weird like dynamic in their brother sister relationship but Again, we're going to get more into that in the next episode. But that's pretty much what I have on Burke. Oh, right. So that is the kids right there? Those are the kids. Those are the children. Okay. Well, again, it is. this one is going to be rough. Uh, again, mm-hmm. I try to keep a little bit of spoiler alert mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah. I know Haley is a little bit of a... She's, she's so ready for I'm ready. You're ready for it. She's yeah. like, I, I gotta give you a little bit of a uh, hint of what's happening next episode. Well, I, like, the, I mean, but here's here's the deal. I didn't. I feel personally that I didn't really give anything away because there, like I said, kind of in the beginning of the episode, there are so many particular details to this one. This one's gonna be. This one's gonna be a doozy. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I want to get into the review section of it a little bit because, uh, God, there's some really good reviews coming up here. Uh, again, um, I guess I want to start off with the guy that actually beat out John Ramsey in a, for a um, good old uh, House of Representative for the 105th District of Michigan. His name was Kevin Eisen. 
Elzenheimer? Elzenheimer. Kevin Elzenheimer. He was in office from January 1st, 2015 to December 31st, 2010. So five years uh he he got into he got into uh he got through that last year last couple years of George Bush, got into the first couple years of uh Barack Obama. Obama got it and they kinda got kinda got out of there. Yeah. Kinda got him out of there. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, pretty honored. He's also a pretty honored, honored uh, uh, judge in the Mis- in uh, the Michigan district as well. Mm-hmm. So, Mister um, Kevin Elsenheimer, some might congratulate him for making sure that John Ramsey's not um, a politician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Precisely. definitely if John Ramsey might have ran in these times, I think he might have got a little more votes. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So. Especially after that Burke interview. <laughs> now, um, to talk even more about this, and this is one I definitely have to get into. This one is mm-hmm. going to be insane. And when we was researching, you were hearing me giggle like a schoolgirl. Yes, I did. That's because I'm about to talk about Parkersburg High School. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been to that town. Oh, well, let's talk about Parkersburg High School a little bit. That high school has 1,848 students there. Mm-hmm. So... That's pretty much like a decent sized high school. It's what yeah. a school that I went to. It's uh-huh. not a big school. It's not a small school. Yeah. It's pretty decent sized school. It's nine nine through twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I would say regular grades. I've seen a lot that were like eight through twelve and yeah. seven through twelve and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm used to nine through twelve. That's usually yeah. what Georgia does. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, it's usually what Georgia is. So you get mm-hmm. so you don't really get too many eight through twelve, seven through twelve, but yeah. you get those out. You get those yeah. in different places. I've I've been to schools where they were seven through mm-hmm. twelve and stuff like that. Uh, it's just kind of scary because you got um then you got Patsy Ramsey hanging out with um John Ramsey. Yes. <laughs> But they got the classroom size was twenty five mm-hmm. students to one teacher. Yeah. So again, even decent classroom size twenty five students one teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna get into the reviews of this school, and I decided to go to what is known as greatschools dot org. Okay. Anytime you go to anything dot org, it's you know it's, it's you you are getting legit. quality it's, information. It's, it's it's a legit site. You, mm-hmm. you have to have to be actually reviewed to do a dot org. You can't do dot mm-hmm. coms. Anybody can do a dot com, but a dot org or dot edu things like that. People you get have to look into you a little bit. Yeah. Um. So the score is a five out of ten on that website. Okay. Now Ooh. you have a seven out of ten in test scores, which mm-hmm. is actually above state 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 mm-hmm. overall. So it I'm actually curious. is pretty big. Good mm-hmm. test score wise. Yeah. I'm curious what my high school would be. It'd probably be like a negative thousand. I am pretty sure my high school would should probably be um, putting a trash can somewhere. So <laughs> burn it, I burn it with not, fire. I am not a fan. I'm pretty sure Burke Ramsey could probably be the principal at my high school. <laughs> Don't but, say that too fast. <laughs> now, the thing that probably tears the schools down because you're doing seven out of ten that's really good test scores mm-hmm. what's making it a five out of ten then um what tends to score down is then the equity scores yeah so equity scores 
pretty much that means that you're not have a good overall score. Yeah. So equity score is two out of ten. Yeah. So two out of ten, you have uh, what pretty much is they they have a track of where they have their favorite students and they have their least favorite students. Yeah. So pretty much they're leaving other students behind, which you know, uh, what what did um George Bush put in the no, no child, child left behind. No child left behind. Well. Apparently, uh, they didn't get the memo. was like, uh, fuck that bullshit. Like, <laughs> fuck this shit, I'm fuck out. Fuck that shit, I'm leaving now. I'm leaving that motherfucker. I'm kicking that motherfucker behind. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get one of our meals. Don't we, doesn't remember that's Virginia have meals somewhere? I'm pretty sure they got meals somewhere. They're gonna just mm-hmm. go there and like, oh, fuck that. I'm gonna kick that motherfucker behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if have, if only if only like a really famous basketball player came from that area. Oh, I wonder where Randy Moss. Randy Moss is from one of these places in West Virginia. I don't know if it's this. I, I don't think it's this place. He doesn't really care about care about West Virginia the way that uh, LeBron cares about Cleveland, <laughs> Ohio. Oh, Akron, Ohio is not as bad. As well, Akron, Ohio, Virginia. yeah, it's not as bad as West Virginia. I'm telling you, I'm just uncensored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so whites in this area, the the whites test score is six out of ten. Mm-hmm. So they're doing pretty well, mm-hmm. pretty well. You remember the scores? The average test score is seven out of ten. They just one of them was six out of ten. Blacks test score who? Mm. Two out of ten. Ooh. Two out of ten. So yeah, that's when it start going. Oh, hmm. like what you said. Um, it just looks like it's behind times, right? Yeah. Out there, Ooh, maybe it is behind the times. A perhaps, bit. perhaps. Um, and interesting enough, Asians test score nine out of ten. Hmm. Well, is that really a surprise? God damn it! God damn it! Asians don't live up to the damn stereotype. Fuck. You got St- start being dumb, guys. Well, let's tell, just tell at least two of them, like, hey, come on. Come on, guys. Oh, fail, fail, fail. fail this, please. Oh, you gotta, you gotta be. You, you gotta, gotta start sucking. I'm sorry, you got, you just gotta have to take it. You gotta mm-hmm. take, take it. Take the L. Sorry, Carl. You gotta have to take it, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> now, the mixed kids. So two races. Two races plus mm-hmm. yeah. um, kids. I got what that meant. Well, I just wanted to make sure that the people at home okay. knew what it meant. Okay. So, four out of ten. Mm. So, I don't know if that means that the whites at six out of ten, the blacks at two out of ten. Mm. Uh, that doesn't mean that either the whites are giving them, that the white race of them is giving them two extra points. Or, the, or did they denounce them two extra points? Yeah. Put them at that uh, four out of ten, but somehow it's the mixed kids are doing a little bit better than the blacks, and I don't like that. <laughs> now the Hispanics are five out of ten, so Hispanics are just one step or just one below the white. Yeah. So goddamn, Jorge, come on! Why didn't you get that A, Jorge? Shit. And then Pacific Islanders, oh Pacific Islanders. Nine out of ten. Oh, those Samoans are fucking keeping up with those goddamn Asians. Mm-hmm. Oh God. 
And low-income students, it is a 2 out of 10. I mean, it's pretty much the low-income kids. They don't even have a chance at school. Mm-hmm. They don't even care about the kids with low-income pretty much. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like, well, uh, sucks, sucks for you to be poor, motherfucker. Sucks to suck. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's pretty much this high school. It's Like it says, the equity is very off of this high school. It's mm-hmm. just literally just people are like, oh, yeah, you're in. It's not. You're not. It's not worth it unless you unless you're a known known person. It's not even worth it. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to go to the uh, the the views reviews. So we have one, and all these are anonymous. You don't really get to see the people's names. They're all submitted anonymous. So the only thing you can get is um, a they have it apparent. Did a view or the community member did a view or a student did a view. So um, you start off. Um, community member did this review. Um, I was bullied and it was never taken care of. But guess what? Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. I was bullied, never taken care of. I don't. I really like when I am harassed. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh God. It's not an invitation for y'all to bully us, guys. Well, I'm going to just go ahead and say that Burke Ramsey and this guy are definitely going to be best friends one day. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's another one. as a student overall view. One star. The teachers are the worst bullies at this school. Mm. I get panic attacks before coming to school because I'm so afraid. Oh, God. This problem needs to be addressed. I'm afraid to come to school. That was August 19, 2015. So that was a few few years ago. So maybe it might be better now. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, a parent just wrote this on November 1st, 2018. So a month ago. Uh, The principal is more concerned with the way the public views the school versus handling its actual issues. There is a horrific bully problem, and our stu- and our children are victimized rather than supported and re- re- resolution provided. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, get against things. But like- I'm not saying this in, de- in defense of the school, but bullying is kind of a problem that the only solution is getting out of school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the thing is that I I'm pretty sure most of the people that are on here that do talk about bullying again you don't you get a few five and one and one stars and then you get other five stars stuff like that and you're going to probably guess that the five stars mostly come from people that are involved with the school but um again when it comes things like bullying and stuff like that that's just that's just things where it's you can't you you're it's hard for a teacher to actually uh, be able to handle bullying because mm-hmm. you confront a bully, the guy takes it the wrong way, then he's pulling you even harder. Oh, exactly. They're like, you told on me, you little snitch. Yeah, are you? You just watch now. You know, it's, it's just, when it comes to a bullying thing, it's just things it's, that's like, whoa. Yeah, like, the you? best way to deal with getting bullied is to literally, like, water off a duck's back and then you have 
one that I'm not going to go. This one's not bullying, so I'm going to do this one. And I'm just going to go head out and out on this one on the views. And I'm just going to say the reason why I want to do this is because it reminds me of something you might would put as a view. As you will view the school. I think you will view the school. It is on February 18th, 2009. So around the time that you were a sophomore, a sophomore in school. Mm-hmm. And guess what this person starts off with? I am a sophomore currently at Parker High School, Parkersburg High School. And I have to say that I definitely, now definitely is not spelled correctly at all. Nowhere close to correctly. Mm-hmm. It is D-E-I, it is D-E-F-I-N-A-T-L-E-Y. So like defiantly. Defiantly. Defiantly is that that's not a word though, is it? I'm about to say that's not a word. Oh, you said it. You said it like you convinced me. Like you was like so defiantly, defiantly. And I was like, whoa, is that a, that's not a word though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I defiantly. I'm gonna say definitely because that's what definitely what that meant. But it's gonna be funny because keep going on. Okay. I don't read anything else. Just it. read the spelling on it, because I gotta get into the, the rest of it, because it is funny. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's way off. <laughs> so uh, I definitely feel that I will not be prepared for college, which is going to be correct, because this next question is a because mm-hmm. this next sentence is going to definitely surprise you. Mm-hmm. Remember that you just seen how they spelled definitely. Yep. My honors h- English class is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You can fucking say uh, yeah. you can fucking say that again. Yeah. <laughs> and the school's focus is on sports when they should really be focusing on academics. Mm-hmm. The standardized test may be good, may be good. Maybe. They may be good. Maybe. They may be good. Now this is a person in honest English. My standardized test may be good. But you don't know what is really going on in the classrooms. No. I'm be honest with you. I don't know how this person's in honors English. I will say this. Here's the deal. I was in honors English, and there are some real dumbasses that take honors English. <laughs> I I I guess so. I never was. I never had a chance to do honors English. I, I, took I never had a chance. I never had a chance. Well, you... I took AP English my junior year, and then in my senior year, I actually dual enrolled and took my English classes at, at college. Hey, everybody. Um, Haley's smarter than all of us. Well... Guys, a, a lot of people <laughs> dual enrolled. You know, the best part about dual enrolling was every single day I got to leave school early. I, I dual enroll into your heart in this podcast. Hey. And so this person gave him two stars, much like I give you. Hey. Oh, just kidding. That's not nice. I am at <laughs> the very least a four and a half star review. Uh, I give you a, I give you a six out of ten. <laughs> that's a failing grade. It's uh, not failing in here. No, that's sixty percent. Look, that's the white people's test scores at this school. <laughs> So, yes, that is the reviews for 
this place, you have to call um good old Parker's Park High, High School. So yes, instant enough. I guess I need to mention this. It's eighty-two percent white, so that might be reason why the test scores are so much higher for the white population. Three percent black, so it's two tenths. So that's uh, ooh, a good percent of black people that are not uh, testing well. Not yeah, yeah, not testing too well. Two um, percent mixed race, two or more races. Mm-hmm. So again, they're four. They're four out of ten. So um, that's good amount of people is doing good, doing bad. Two percent Asian, and that like again, the Asians ten nine nine out of ten. So mm-hmm. God, yeah, I mean, they don't have too many Asians doing it, but all the motherfuckers are smart as yeah. a motherfucker. Um, the Hispanics one percent. So uh, that's a five out of ten. So there's like two Hispanics, and one of them failed, and one of them passed. So. Um, Again, Pacific Islander is even less than 1%. I don't even know how the hell you get less than 1%. But uh, the Pacific Islander is less than 1%. So they got like one Pacific Island, like one Samoan there. And mm-hmm. that was 9 out of 10. So that motherfucker's smart as shit. I don't know what the fuck you're doing in West Virginia. You need to get the fuck out of there. But, I mean, they I guess they recruited him to help out the test scores mm-hmm. or something. I don't know what the fuck he's doing in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then they got an American Indian there, and, like, they have one American Indian there, and they only have, a, like, a test score from him. They was like, fuck that, just come to school, dude. You know what? You know You come to school, you don't got tests for shit. You're good. So, past that, um, that's the view for this place. And, um, with that said, this has been, we're going into this great, it's past midnight. We're past midnight on this one. Oh, yeah. We're past midnight, so it's uh, really yeah. late on this one. And yeah, Haley's like a hundred percent old lady, passed out right now. Uh-huh. I'm still kind of up and antsy about it because I I'm just was talking about uh how crazy this fucking family is. Cause this is really fucking weird. No, it's weird. This whole thing is weird. Uh-huh. And like I said, this is the part one. Yeah, it's just. So much stuff and this is this is Batman Begins episode. This is the Batman Begins episode. This yeah. is the movie next this is the episode week. that you're gonna forget that you're gonna forget. When we get to these next episodes, you're gonna forget this episode even yeah, existed. But here's the deal. I love Batman Begins. I mean I mean everybody loves Batman Begins that watches it, but then when you see then the you, Dark Knight like Yeah, I get it. You're like, God damn it. There was a there was a movie before this? Yeah. Whoa, oh, when you watch it you're yeah, I understand. I understand. You're like, I'm sorry, but um, that performance in The Dark Knight was just so great by Heath Ledger. Oh, God, Heath Ledger was so good. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the question is, do you think he would have gotten that amount of praise had he not died? Oh, uh, 100%. I praised him before he died. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, I praised him as soon as I seen The Dark Knight. I will, I will, he died before the movie came out. Did he? Yeah, he died in like January. That tells you how much I I had I had oh, known about was, it then. That happened like my he died like my freshman year of high school, mm. and then uh, the movie came out in between my I think my in between my no it, well the way that it happened he died before wait, like 
several months before the movie came out. I don't know. Either way, I jizzed in my pants when I saw the movie, so I don't yeah, give a fuck. I, mean, did, I don't. I don't. Job, I don't man. really. I don't really care if he gets praised from other people. He gets praised from me because it was a badass role. And uh, anybody else that gives him praise only because he died or something can um do his thing called fuck off. I'm just being honest with you. His joke was badass. Mm. I mean, he did a great. He did a great job. I think it was. I think it was great. It was great. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, um, past that. Um, but you know, do you have anything that you want to mention? Uh, you had a huge day at work today. I you, did. I killed yeah, it today. You, killed, you are a motherfucking hustler. I will tell you that one right <laughs> now. You are a motherfucking hustler, hustler. girl. Uh, yeah, I kind of killed it today at work. Um, I want to give a shout out to my uh, new iPad that I used during this episode to take notes. Yeah, I, we 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 have now uh, some more equipment for this podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's good because we need to get into another thing about it too. And I guess it's gonna go into my section of mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're getting a little bit. Let's give some new things into the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, again, um. Thanks, because with y'all listening, our sponsorship money goes in, and uh, little by little, we're gonna start investing, be able to invest more and more into this podcast. Maybe make a sound booth. Oh, make a sound booth. Get another mic. Oh well, you don't have to mention that we all do this off of one mic that we share one mic together. I think that it's actually kind of romantic. I think it's like the podcast version of uh. Of uh, of those, what is it? Uh, the dogs. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> kind of lady in the tramp. Yes, Lady in the Tramp. It's like the podcast version of Lady in the Tramp. Yeah, I think yes, it is. It is romantic, but you know what else is romantic? What? A uh, USB splitter. Oh, uh, you know what? We can be able if y'all keep listening to it, and maybe I might be able to afford it. So maybe she won't think I'm so such a broke bum. <laughs> so yes, uh yes, so definitely uh y'all keep listening and uh I think we got some big things that I've yeah. been talking to a whiff that I'm thinking about introducing in uh then when the year comes in mm-hmm. and there's some things that we've been hearing from people that do listen to the podcast and things like that and they've been telling us and uh and I think it's some big things that come in the future. Yeah, I think it's some big old things that we might get, get be introducing uh, into next year. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, message us for sure. Um, again, the Instagram is now it's here. Your killer. Because I wanted to kind of go to Hear Your Killer. Because I was like, you know, and it'd be kind of cool to go Hear Your Killer. So we kind of go, it's like, you know, oh, oh here. Here's what's going to happen this mm-hmm. week. You know, things like that. Yeah. And for the people that don't know because they don't follow the Instagram or the Facebook page. The Facebook group, by the way, is Want More Noise mm-hmm. still. Uh, I actually put a little sneak peek of the good old John Benet Ramsey. So you gotta gotta you got a picture of her when he was talking about the how she um did that Christmas project and all that other yeah. stuff. Um they actually put a picture of her at that Chris the one of her little pictures up there on our Facebook group and I our Instagram page. You should put on the group. It's one of like Patsy uh-huh. and 
Burke and John for me. Oh yeah, well definitely send it to me and I'll definitely put it on there. So yes, Def, I'm I'm always up. I'm starting to update it more and more as I feel the podcast listeners are becoming more and more loyal and getting more and more successful. And I start to update it more and more. So definitely Facebook group. Want more noise? Uh, Instagram, hear your killer. Um, I'm like I said, I know it's I. I'm so ready to get it, make these announcements for next year on some of these things that we're looking into. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited for the the. I mean, obviously, you know how excited I was, how excited I am about the John Bonet three parter, but I'm excited for what's coming after that. Well, we got, well, we're thinking about, are we going to, are we, do you want to announce it now what we're going to try to do or should we just make it like a nice think, little drop? I think, I think, uh, I think, I think we should give it an announcement. Okay. Cause so this, so, uh, we're going to, we're doing a new little side story called uh-huh. here's your killer. Uh-huh. Um, where do, 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 dares my killer. Do dares my killer. Yes. Do, do dares, dares my, my killer. so do dares my killer. So, Yeah, that are just so crazy that we can't not talk about them. Yeah, so yeah, it's a nice little side story as to because again, uh, and boy oh boy, the first one is a doozy. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, (laughs) you actually don't really know too much about. I have no clue. I have honestly zero clue. I. I'm so excited. You, 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 they let me hear a little bit about it. And I was like, I remember you was telling me about it. Uh And I just was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He was like, what? You never heard about this? And I was like, no. It was like, oh, well, this is going on a podcast. And I was like, so if you're, if you're talking about favorite crimes, Mm -hmm. this is probably like my favorite one to talk about because Mm -hmm. so many people don't know about it, Mm -hmm. but like, it's it uh, everything that everything actually happened, and none of it sounds like it should have happened. Yeah, so definitely um, we're gonna have that one coming out in about uh, what you want to say a few days now, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. we'll do it a few days from now. Try to get a little bit of a break from um, uh, child murder, obviously. <laughs> Try to get a little child bit of break. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's try to give us a little break for pedophilia from time to time. It's kind of yeah, for I mean, for our mental self. So yeah, so we're gonna try to get a little bit of break for that, and we'll yeah. just do a uh, uh, dare dude. There's my killer. Yeah. So we're gonna do a dude. There's my killer episode. It's gonna be like a side story. It's not yeah. gonna be a big. I think, I think that big, that's something thing. that'll probably pop up. Just kind of. Throughout yeah. the the time of yeah. yeah yeah it's not gonna be like we're gonna do a it like schedule. we're not doing it weekly yeah we're not doing it weekly like dude here where's my killer yeah. you know it's just gonna be like oh yeah we you know what we need a break from from unsolved murder this mm-hmm. week let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about somebody that actually got punished for this yeah. goddamn murder it's like uh, nobody gets punished for killing kids. Let's talk about somebody got punished for doing something. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just want to hear about justice being served. Sometimes, you know, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, so yeah. With that said, um, um, I can't think of anything else I need to mention. Um, 
Uh, then um, this Christmas time looks like it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, past that, I how think. how is your Christmas season going? Uh Christmas season's not going too bad. Yeah. It's going all right. Yeah. It's going all right now. I have to say, my Christmas season is actually going really well. Well, it's going really well because I'm with you. Yeah, this is true. And your mom is awesome. Uh-huh. And your family is, like, pretty much like my family at this yeah. point. Like, it's pretty much like your to family and my family. To say that my family yeah. loves you is an understatement. Yeah. Uh, it is It is pretty much an understatement. Your family is, like, accepting me, like, Mm-hmm. Like, 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 way quicker than like the police accepted that that uh, that job named Ramsey was not in the house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. No. So yeah. So um, past that. Uh, yeah. Um, Definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to doing this. Uh, to, to this podcast is going to be a, a, mm. the next episode's going to be probably one of the best episodes we'll ever do. Yeah. Just because there's so much information readily available about the crime scene and it's what go, happened. It's going to be the it's going to be the best episode, but it's also going to be the episode that makes was make at least it's going to make me go insane. I think I'm gonna literally be clinically insane after oh, the, after I'm this ready. episode. I'm ready for it. Oh, I mean, I've been preparing for this <sighs> for a very long time. God, it's just so much. It's so much insanity. Yeah. Um. Uh, so with that said, uh, let's go ahead and get out of here. Um. The kids do see ghosts, uh-huh. and I. Ready for the big red baby, baby. <laughs> for you uh, face off fans out there. <laughs> Everybody have a great night. <laughs>